You're listening to the Mobcast Network. Welcome to the Cult Movie Cantina. Woo! Woohoo! This, oh, actually, hold on. We can do this right. Welcome to the Cult Movie Cantina. Woo! Yeah! We have applause. Yeah. We have applause. So Everybody good. calm down now. We got to do an intro. <laughs> That's um, awesome. <laughs> I'll talk about the new thing in a minute. I'm your Native American pop culture spirit guide, Scotty. I'm joined by, as always, your facilitator of fun and lady of libations, Stephanie. Justina, your angelical jester. She, she who knows, knows no, no movies. movies. Uh, this is the podcast that takes a look at your favorite cult films, and we introduce them. Uh, to, uh, we introduce an alcohol beverage to it. Woo, that's me. <laughs> I'm all over. I'm, You've been warned. Uh, and uh, we show it to someone who's never seen them before. Me, hello. And we, then we talk about it. I've, yes, I'm all out of order today. You are just, it. yeah, it's okay. Uh, this week we looked at the 1984 uh Literally cult classic, uh, A Nightmare on Elm Street, um, fundamentally changes how horror films were done in the 80s. That's how important this film is. Yeah. I just want to point out for everybody confused, yes, it was the first one and not the fourth one. Like, I also had to make sure it was the first one. I checked a couple of times to make sure he wasn't making me watch make like, sure the something third out of order. the fifth one. We did watch the first one, the original first one. Yeah, I know, I know. Do uh, you know what the next one we're going to watch? The fifth one? The third one. Okay, cool. Um, the you know ne- what? We started at the Is that Dream today. Warriors? Yeah. We're, and, the, and the reason why is because um, Dream Warriors is a more direct sequel to the first one than the actual sequel. I like sequel. Dream Warriors, yeah. Okay, cool. So there's familiar characters in, 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 the, in the third one um, that you know in the first one. Okay. And so that are not in the second one. It was such a thing, though, that even Derby Wife was like, the first one? <laughs> I, I believe so. I'm not, he just said he was doing research the other day. Let me see which one he put on there. I'm, okay, I have to confess. I actually had to ask again and double check to make sure it was the first <laughs> one. I'm not going to lie. I'm so used to us doing things out of order. Well, because it's kind of my hobby. I don't know. Just, like, we were all like, oh, well. Uh, I'll be. I'll the, the, uh, for our live show at Horror Girl, trust me, we'll be doing something out of order anyway. So that's what are we doing for that one? We're doing Phantasm Two. That's right. I and the, and the reason why we're doing Phantasm Two is because it's the best out of the series, and you don't need to see the first one. Okay, that sounds like a basketball movie. Is it a basketball movie? Phantasm <laughs> sounds like a basketball movie. Yeah. Uh, well, we'll think, <laughs> think about that for a little bit. We'll talk okay. about that later. Um, um, Very in, in the show. Um, before yeah, we move on to the movie, I just want to shout out that um, um, we have new equipment. Yes, yeah, we, we do. do. I like that you moved the computer to look at it. Yes, it's so like, pretty. Aww. It's so pretty. So zoom, I. Zoom. So this is brand new. This um, from from the Zoom Corporation. Uh, this is the PodTrack P4. Uh, digital recorder. It is um, specifically made for podcasters, and so it is pretty. I um, uh, made a little extra money at the last convention, so I. Uh, thank you, supporters. Thank you for supporters. We stuck it away. We actually buy equipment with it, so I bought this. It's literally brand new. It is. It's freaking awesome. And so, and I just took a picture of it. And so, if you could we'll remember how much equipment we had before to do this, it's really now cords in this one machine. I love it. Anyway, all because of you supporters. Thank, thank you, you so much. 
Help the dream stay alive. <laughs> um, we are going to be at Horgraw um, this Saturday. I'm so flipping excited about Horgraw because I actually have a costume and I've got my friends from the Explorium coming. <laughs> it's going oh, to be, be great. It's going to be here. Uh, Gamers of Geeks is going to be from 12 p.m. to 9 p.m. There are all kinds of events. We are, like we mentioned, uh, hosting a panel of for uh, Phantasm 2. I have prizes for that, including copies of the movie. Do you know what time our panel is at 2 p.m. On Saturday. Saturday. So, what if I have to work? Well, then we'll have to figure something else out, because that's what time they gave us. Okay. Um, the um, This year, it's only one day. Interesting. Yeah, so for the, some reason, I thought it was a whole week. Yeah, I did too, but first, uh, the, it was one day this year. Okay. This year. Um, they're just, they're trying different things out. That's fair. So. That's fair. I probably won't have to work. I'll figure it out. Sneeze like at one. Be like, oh my goodness. COVID. You have no oh idea how that would be such a bad idea where I work right now. <laughs> All the surgeries and stuff she's had. That's right. It's like, <laughs> if I am out for another illness, they're Sneeze probably gonna like, just going to oh, be what done. Did we do? What did we do? Okay. All right. So we watched The Nightmare on Elm Street from 1984. We're going to listen to the trailer now. The kids of Elm Street don't know it yet, but something is coming to get them. There's something out there, isn't there? We just see cuts happen. What did that, Lieutenant? I don't know. Is the coroner got to say? It's in the jaw and puking since he saw it. You're gonna kill me for sure. Did you do it? There was somebody else there. He was locked in a room with a girl who went in alive and came out in a rubber bag. No one knows where it came from or who it will visit next. Nancy? There's something wrong with you. You're imagining things. Nightmare on Elm Street. Do you believe in the boogeyman? No. Whatever you do, don't fall asleep. She's the only one who can stop it. If she fails... I'm your boyfriend now, Nancy. No one will survive. Craven, director of The Hills Have Eyes and Last House on the Left, a new masterpiece in fantasy terror, Nightmare on Elm Street. Nightmare on Elm Street 4, uh, written and directed by Wes Craven, who has done a ton of things, such as The Hills Have Eyes, The Last the last uh, House on the Left, Scream is his. Wes Craven is like the Shocker horror man. Like he is. He directed um, Vampire in Brooklyn with Eddie Murphy. Yeah, which is hilarious. And Places, uh, uh, not Places, in Our Music of the Heart with Meryl Streep, which is not about horror films. It's about violence. So now, did he write these as well? Or were these like pre-written comic books? No, he, he wrote most of these stuff. Okay. So he's, um, sadly, we lost him in 2015. Or 2014. Two, um, yeah. One of those. Times. One of those. All right. So the I am um, going by IMDb's listing of who's in starring in this. So this is all in a crazy order. Okay. Pro- yeah. You know, who would you think it would be the top build person in this movie? Johnny Depp. I would think. 
Well, well, introducing. Yeah, so they didn't know. No, I, well, no, I meant like nowadays when you. Well, I, okay, let me let me justify that. When I my IMDb is sorted by popularity. popularity yeah, so that's the new thing. Yeah, so so the top billing person would have been the girl who played Tina because she was also in the Highlander series. I would think. Who do you think is the top one? <laughs> okay, hold on, hold on. Let me. Hmm. This may be a new game we play. I there like. There you go. <laughs> okay, so I th- I feel like it would have been uh, the the main girl, Nancy. 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 All yeah, because right. right. she was the main girl. Are you ready? Uh huh. Starring John Saxon as Lieutenant Thomas. Oh, John Saxon is pretty. I yeah. Well, I should. Yeah. I totally Freddy need. Krueger. He would have been like pretty. Oh, Robert Englund was pretty pretty much a newbie too. Yeah, Robert, Robert Englund was new new oh, in this that's too. That's interesting. Uh, yeah. We'll talk about that too in a minute. Uh, uh, Renee Blakely as Marge Thompson Thomas, the, so the mother. Oh, the mother. Yeah, that makes sense. Heather Lankencap uh, as uh, Nancy. 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 She, so she's third. Amanda Weiss as Tina's fourth. Fourth. Yeah. Uh, Jesu Garcia as Rod Lane. He is credited as something uh, another name because he was pretending to be Italian because no one would hire anybody Latino at the time. Interesting. Johnny Depp as Glenn. Uh, I, I had to do like 30 He was such, a, such baby. a baby face. Like, I was looking I was like, where's Johnny Depp? Isn't he in this movie? He's so <laughs> tiny. He's right there. No, he's not. <laughs> and that little narrow booty. I mean, he's so <laughs> little. little. He's so little. little. He's so little they sent him out to fight. <laughs> I'm like, what is he going to do? <laughs> it was crazy. Uh, he's so tiny. And then, of course, Robert England is Freddy Krueger. Um, yeah. Robert England, the only thing he was known for at the time was um, he was on a... Uh, an NBC miniseries called V, where he played a lizard alien. But he played a comp- so such a sweet lizard, little lizard alien. Yeah, just a so sweet how did alien. He get this role. So uh, so originally, um, his face probably is perfect. I mean, does yeah. he like? Is that pretty like? natural for him? Not the burn, but the shape of his face so, is pretty. So originally, Wes Craven wanted to hire. Um, Originally, they were going to hire stuntmen because usually in horror films, horror film heavies are stuntmen. Jason's always a stuntman. Michael Myers is always a stuntman who plays him, not an actor. But because this is different, they wanted an actor. So he started casting, trying to cast someone older, much older. One of the people he tried to cast was David Warner, who um, is um, just a a classic actor who's been in. Tons of things. Uh, Titanic. Um, uh, he was in Time After Time. He was in. Uh, we know him. Me and Steph know him from Star Trek. Yep. And uh, he's in the, the John Carpenter's in the Mathematics. He's just. He's been in like. He's, he's he'd be good too. He's, he's British and he's been in like ninety movies. He's okay. one of, one of those guys. And you know, in typically genre films, science fiction or horror. I think he's in The Omen. He's in all kinds of stuff. But um, and Warner was going to do it, and then um, there was a scheduling conflict up. Apparently, and no one was really clear on that, and so uh, they decided to um, cast younger. And Robert England came up, and they looked at him and was like, "Oh, he he could be good." And then they realized in his audition that he would be perfect, and so he got the gig. All right. So, well, how do how do you think that would make you feel as a person if they look at you and they're like, "Oh, I can see you looking all scarred up and evil and creepy and nasty." Let's I, do this. I think that if I was auditioning for the part, it would make me very happy. Right. <laughs> I mean, it's like, like yes. Be like, you'd be perfect for it. It's like they, they kick you. So, so oh my gosh. I, and this is not in my trivia. So I mean, we're, since we're just playing around, um, where do you think the idea for Freddie's makeup came from? 
for his burns and stuff? Yeah, for his burns and stuff. The idea, uh, a pizza. Yes, a pizza. The, the, he, he does look like a pizza. The special effects guy who created the makeup, the makeup effects artist, was having pizza and looked at the pepperoni pizza and started to rearrange the pizza and created Freddy's face first in a pizza. Word. Right? I think that's pretty awesome. How is crazy that where is pizza face the insult came from? Um, I think that's more for zits. Yeah, that's a zit <laughs> thing. It looks like you could have like those same like. Nah, scars, we were saying we were scars. saying pizza face long before Freddy Krueger. I don't know. I wasn't around. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just assumed my generation came. You guys ready? You guys ready to jump into this? Yes, let's do it. Preach it, <laughs> brothers and sisters. Gather around. We meet Tina Gray. As she awakens from a nightmare where she's attacked by a disfigured man wearing a blade-fixed glove in a boiler room. Her mother points out a mysterious slashes on her nightgown. Clip your nails. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Oh, don't have nightmares. Don't have nightmares. Pick one. Yeah, pick one. Yeah, one or the other. <laughs> the following morning, Tina, consoled by her best friend, Nancy, and her boyfriend, Glenn, uh, Nancy's boyfriend, Glenn, um, the two stay at Tina's house, which I love because, you know, they were, they were like, it's so cool. You got to like Glenn to stay over. And he's like, no, no, that's not how it's happening. I'm staying, I'm, I'm supposed to be staying with my uncle and he's <laughs> at the airport and he's got the tape. Yeah. He's playing the, the airport sounds that goes away. Um, uh, the two stay at Tina's house when Tina's mother goes out of town, um, but the sleepover over is interrupted by Tina, Tina's boyfriend, Rod. Wow. I did not know that was her boyfriend, to be clear. From the beginning of the movie, and then he shows up and it's like, oh, it's her boyfriend. I'm like, no. <laughs> no. Yeah. It was totally her boyfriend. <clears throat> Tina's a kind of a slut. Apparently. Kind of. When Tina falls asleep, she dreams being uh, being chased by a disfigured man. Rod is awakened by Tina's thrashing and sees her dragged and fatally slashed by unseen force, uh, forcing him to flee. Literally, she is slashed about the, the broom. She's up the wall or on the ceiling and yeah. covered in yeah. blood. And like, that seemed a little bit too much, Freddy. Like, we gotta put her on the ceiling to do it. You weren't doing a good job on the bed. <laughs> I feel like they can't see him anyway. Might as well just put it on the ceiling. Let's do it. Just go up and down the walls. It's fine. I think they were just trying to make a point. That's right. Forcing Rod to flee as Nancy and Glenn awaken to find Tina's buddy and dead. So then it goes to like, Nancy's actually handling it pretty well. (laughs) Just sitting and chilling in the police officer, the police station where her dad works. She has the right to be upset, though. Oh, she, her best friend just died. Right, she, but she, I think she's handling it well. There's, there's a lot less emotion about some of these deaths than I would have thought. Right. <laughs> look, look. E- either one of you murdered. I'm going to show more emotion than Thank Nancy you. shows. Thank just like you. regular murder, but then murdered with like there's literally blood on every wall and the ceiling. I mean, she's really not that. I, I mean, like she, she's, she's not as tr- same nightmare. I like how she goes like regular murder, <laughs> like regular murder, not like, like not Freddie murder. Your body's just on the ground murdered, and then your body's on the ground, and pieces of you are all over the room murdered. What I crack up at is both of her parents are trying to get her to stay home from school, 
my parents would not ha- they wouldn't have had to try hard to get me to stay home from school no. I would have been like oh I have permission to stay home from school alright I mean you know it's like the parents she's, are more upset than, than Nancy is yes she's just like uh, and she's defending Rod because she's like he didn't do this and they're like your friend was murdered he totally did this she goes, I know mom my friend was murdered yeah, I know my friend was murdered. Thank you very much, Mom. I was there. I was there. Go put some more vodka in your coffee. <laughs> of the year. <laughs> the next day, Rod is arrested by Nancy's father, um, Lieutenant Don After Thomas. He used her as bait. Of course, he used her as bait. I would too. <laughs> Despite his pleas of innocence at school, Nancy falls asleep in class and dreams that the man who calls himself Freddy chases her to the boiler room. There's lots of boiler rooms in this movie, where she's cornered and burned uh, and burns her arm on a. Uh, pipe. Wake up. Yeah, the burn startles her awake in class, and she notices the burn mark on her arm. Nancy goes to Rod at the police station. I want to talk about that for a second. Um, they just let her in to talk to Rod. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> right. I, I'm like, I, I don't know where that, how that even happens. It's just like. Now wait a minute. In a small town, when my father was a police officer in a small town, I hung out at police station and no, no. went back to the sales. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. Okay. That sounds about right. Yeah, that explains a lot, actually. <laughs> My dad used to tease me and lock me in those things every once in a while. Again, also explains a lot. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to let you out. Hey, bye. Um, it's, uh, we're... Uh, she went to see Rod. Yeah, she received Rod PlayStation, who, who tells her the details about what happened to Tina along with his own recent nightmares. They uh, This makes uh, Nancy believe that Freddy is responsible for Tina's death. At home, Nancy falls asleep in the bathtub and is nearly drowned by Freddy. Uh, oh, let's talk about that for one sure. second. Did anybody else think that... The part where you see your the camera's facing her and her legs are spread, and Freddie's hand comes up between them. Did anybody else kind of feel that was erotic? Yes. Okay. That was, I was like, oh, look that. Uh, That's that, what I'm saying. That that was very sexual. That was very pers- uh, purposeful as yes. well. <laughs> um, they built a tank and painted the bottom black to make it seem like it was bottomless. And um, Heather uh, Lenkamp um, rested her knees on the stunt guy who was doing the uh, claws. So he had it for, I was like waving claws like people could see me. Yeah. Uh, did, did the claws. And, and I was like, yeah, it was like eight hours of just her on top of me. And I was doing the claws. So, uh-huh. so he there had a good go. I'm saying he probably had a good day, is what I'm saying. Probably so. Um,. Uh, Nancy then depends on caffeine to stay awake. Invites Glenn over to uh, to watch her as she sleeps. He is terrible at that, by the way. Uh, right away, <laughs> right away. Oh my god! Typical man. Oh, he just one thing, man. One thing. <laughs> uh, in her dreams, Nancy sees Freddie prepared to kill Rod in the cell. Uh, he turns his attention to, uh, toward her. Nancy runs away, wakes up uh, when the alarm clock goes off. She yells at uh, Glenn because he had one thing. He had one job. He just had one job. One job. And yeah, he went to sleep. Um. Uh, let's see. Um, Nancy runs away and wakes up when her alarm clock goes off. Freddie kills Rod by wrapping bed sheets around his neck like a noose. Nancy, her father, and Glenn uh, find his hanging body in the cells. <laughs> And um, uh, hey, Rod make, didn't kill himself. Making it look like Rod committed suicide. Rod didn't kill himself. <laughs> <laughs> Much like Epstein. Right. He just <laughs> Rod did, yeah. didn't kill himself. <laughs> maybe Freddie got for Epstein. Maybe that's what happened. Uh, at Rod's funeral, and I want to talk about the funeral real quick. 
that priest at the funeral is a dick. Yeah, he was. So the first thing he says is that, you know, you know, basically saying Rod you know, lived by the sword and he died by the sword. And then his next thing was, but yet, let us not judge. Dude, you, you just, just judged. judged. <laughs> you just judged. You totally judged. It was like, you are a dick of a priest. <laughs> Terrible priest. I don't want that at my funeral. Okay, I got you. All right, as soon as they say that, be like, oh, I'm sorry. You have to leave now. <laughs> Do we have anybody on standby? Can we get somebody else on standby? I want my priest to be an older, drunken Irish priest to preside over my funeral. Because really I noted. Because I think that'd be awesome. Maybe a Klingon for me. <laughs> Are you Irish? I know where one's at. I'll tell you later. You'll be dead. So it No, be I'll tell you now okay. so you'll know where to find them. Nancy's parents become worried uh, when she describes her dreams about Freddy. Her alcoholic mother, Marge, takes her to a sleep disorder clinic where in her dream, Nancy grabs Freddy's fedora with his name Fred Krueger written in it and pulls it uh, from the dream into reality. I want to talk about that real quick, too. Uh, you know, she is, but no one questions the fact that she pulled a hat from the dream world into reality. <laughs> no one says. There's several oh, things she I'd must like have to brought pull, that with her. And I'm like, pull from no, the dream world. You what? You laid her down. Yeah. You what? There, no. No. I had a sexy dream about Norman Reedus the other night. That would have been fun to pull from the dream world. <laughs> Just saying. <laughs> you can get his hat <laughs> well okay <laughs> so upon barricading the house by um, um, she puts bars on everything on the windows Marge reveals to Nancy that uh, Kruger was a sadistic child murderer released on a technicality and then burned alive by parents living on their street <laughs> seeking vigilante justice he I can't hurt you dear that. mommy <laughs> killed him <laughs> Well, so, and I should have put this in the pocket front. I, didn't, I, I forgot, but um, and I'm remembering it now. There are scenes that were cut that explains that um, Nancy has had siblings who were murdered. Oh, I didn't know that. I, re- oh. I remember. <laughs> and I don't, she's an I don't know if it was in this movie or one of the other movies, but it seems like in one of the movies they had flashback scenes. Uh, six. Freddy's Dead's got some of that stuff in there. Okay. Uh, the there there was a Freddy TV show. Do you may remember that? I do not. I know you don't because you weren't. I thought you said everybody or anybody. I was like, I'm sorry. Anybody else in the room? <laughs> We're sorry. Uh, uh, nope. I do not so, remember the Freddy TV show. So there was a Freddy TV show called Freddy's Nightmares, and it was kind of a it was an anthology series where you know. Freddy would screw with some some random kid from Elm Street. Okay. And so. Um, the first episode, I think, was directed by Toby Hooper of the Texas Chainsaw Massacre fame. Um, but they do Freddy's origin story. Cool. They do his trial. They do the whole thing. And I wonder if that's what... Maybe I saw that. Because I remember seeing all of that. Yeah, there's a trial. They, they, <laughs> okay. they, they have him like in a cage in the trial. Maybe that's what I saw if I can find, If I can find the video, we'll watch it. Um, um, oh. it's, 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 it's actually... It's probably the best episode of the series. Um, and, the, and it was a weird series, but it ran for two or three years. But and Chillers used to run it, but you know when that so was. They a, explained in that. Yeah, they explained. The, yeah, they and so, like the guy who the the cop who neglected to sign the um the warrant correctly, or whatever they the technicality. It's all about him and like the guilt he's got. He's oh, got wow. twin daughters who go crazy, and it's crazy. It's great, huh? Uh, so. 
Yeah, March reveals Nancy that Kruger was a sadistic uh, child murderer uh, released on technicality and then burned alive by parents living on their street seeking vigilante justice. Nancy realized that Kruger, now a vengeful ghost, desires desire revenge and uh, to satiate his psycho, uh, psychopathic needs. Then Nancy tries to call Glenn and warn him, but his father prevents her from speaking to him. Glenn falls asleep and is killed by Kruger by, by being sucked in the bed. Wow. So... The bed that eats. <laughs> yes, yes. Okay. Uh, deathbed. Mm-hmm. Um, I I want to talk about that too. So it's it's a gruesome scene. You know, he's you know Glenn is in the in bed and he falls asleep and basically is sunk into the bed and then it just explodes in blood. Yeah. And then they just keep that. And so when the cops and stuff go in to go check things out, they're like, oh my god, you know, he apparently was torn apart. And I I don't know how to explain that. <laughs> no, because uh, number one, that's more blood than what's in a human body. <laughs> There's I'm, lots of blood. I'm just saying, like, it's like spewing forth like a freaking waterfall, which is a really cool effect because it's like flowing up right. instead of down, which I'm sure they just did it up, had it coming down and then flipped the image or so, something. So, so they used the... Um, so the Tina scene where Tina's being drugged around, uh-huh. around is a is a room they built on a gimbal and flipped the room. Yeah. And so they have the camera on the wall with the camera person. So the camera's always turning, but she's literally always on the floor. Yeah. And so she would roll it on the floor, and so she's never c- crawling up or. They made the, the they made the floor look like the ceiling and made the ceiling look like the floor. Oh, the whole room no. is yeah, the, yeah. The, yeah the whole room is and so, the, so. everything everything in the room was. So they would t- turn the room? Yeah, they would turn the room. Oh, okay, that's and, cool. And so that's how... And so they used the same effect for uh, Glenn's death. So Okay, they just flipped it. They flipped... So they, they built the room and they flipped it and then they poured um, red water. It's basically what the blood is. Yeah. Red water. And the problem was is that when the red water hit the lights, it, it electric, uh, electrified. And so it was shocking the guy who was pouring the water. Oh, just, shit. <laughs> Poor guy. So... <laughs> So that that happened. <laughs> you, you live, you learn. You right. know, that's fine. Uh, uh, now alone, Nancy Bulls Mar- uh, puts Marge to sleep and asks Don, her dad, who's across the street investing in Glenn's death, uh, to break into the house in twenty minutes. I, let's talk about that too. Right. So uh, Nancy's rigging booby traps around the house and uh, to grab. Our plan is to grab Kruger in the dream world and bring him in and has have Dad arrest him. Come on. Which is the dumbest plan in the world. Okay, first of all, uh, she says to come bust down the door in 20 minutes. Why wouldn't she just leave the door unlocked? Well, she she, to get out. Well, no, no, no. Um, no, her mom has locked the door and has misplaced the key, remember? Locked, locked, locked. Uh, right, but yeah. didn't she? Okay, she called her dad. Yeah, she, okay, yeah, she, she, remember, she's calling her dad that's who's right, across the street. Right, right. She, she calls Glenn's house to talk to him and tells, hey, you, you, and she's like, yeah, I'll nail the bastard or whatever. And then when she says this, Fred Creek's like, just go to bed, baby. You're just, you're clearly having a break. Yeah. And um, my question is that she says to come wake her up in 20 minutes. But the problem is, is that um, it, it seems like to me it would take 20 minutes, more, more than 20 minutes to set up her booby traps. Because they're elaborate. There's like, you know, the they're pretty badass booby traps. Right. So they're, you know, the, the, the sledgehammer, she's got to rig up. <laughs> Um, she's got to open all the cartridges of shotgun shells to make the the um, light bulb explosion thing. She's got a line trip wire, and then she puts her mom to bed. 
That's crazy. That didn't happen. Right. She, then she puts her mom to bed, and oh, then she gets right. But and then and then she gets dressed to 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 go to sleep, um, which all takes more than twenty minutes. Also, I did the research. Do you know how long it takes a person to enter dream? Uh, uh, to the first dream. Talking about REM sleep? Yeah, REM sleep. Uh, well, you have to be in a really deep sleep, so... I did, because you told me earlier, yeah, so yeah. did you. 90 minutes? 90 minutes. Interesting. Yeah, 90 minutes. You start dreaming in 90 minutes. I'm trying mm. to pull up my, my day from yesterday, just to... Oh, yeah, she's got, yeah, she's got her uh, well, Fitbit. And so, I... I <laughs> all I'm saying, Nancy, is you need more than 20 minutes to make this all work. <laughs> For reals. Let's see here. She doesn't want to die, though. So it's like better safe than sorry. <laughs> but if he if he breaks down the door and wakes her up in twenty minutes, it doesn't do anything. She she can't she can't get to Kruger. Uh, my stupid thing's not working right now. It'll take longer for this to download. But yes, it takes much longer. So I just I thought that was funny. Um, and this is where this movie gets really really weird. Um, so Nancy raises booby traps around the house and grabs Kruger out of the dream world into the real booby world. Traps. The booby traps affect Kruger enough that. Nancy's able to light him on fire, lock him in her basement, and then rushes the door for the help. The police arrive to find that Kruger has escaped from the basement. Of course he has. Nancy and uh, Don go upstairs to find a burning Kruger uh, smothering Marge in her bedroom. And Don pulls, uh, um, puts out the fire with a blanket. Kruger and Marge vanish into the bed. Which I, the cop shows up and like behind him and just slams the door. And there's you know, no burn marks on the bed, no. which is weird. Well, I have expl- explanations for all of this. Hold on a second. Okay. When Don leaves the room, Kruger rises from the bed behind Nancy. Nancy realizing that Kruger is powered by the victim's fear, she calmly turns her back to him. Kruger evaporates when it attempts to lunge after. Her. Nancy steps outside into a bright and foggy morning where all her friends and her mother are still alive. Nancy gets into Glenn's Corvette to go to school, and then the top of the suddenly uh, comes down and locks them in as the car drive uncontrollably down the street. Three girls in white dresses, um, uh, white dresses play jump rope, singing um, the Kruger's nursery rhyme. Wait, wait. One, two, Freddy's coming for you. Three, four, better lock your door. Five, six, grab the crucifix. Seven, eight. Better stay up late. Better stay, better better stay, stay up, up late. I was saying how many would like how long Nine to never sleep again. That's right. Uh... Uh, to sing the nursery rhyme and Marge is grabbed by her through the, and, and um, dragged through the front door window in the silliest effect ever I've ever seen in a This movie. is ridiculous. So why isn't there bird marks on the bed and here's the reason. All of that is supposed to be a dream. All that's the dream? All of that is the dream. The pulling Kruger in, all of that's the dream. Okay. And the reality is when she goes outside the door and gets in the car, Wes Craven originally wrote this with a happy ending. So there's no Kruger uh, convertible. Um, there's okay. no the, it, the, Like it's just like the end of the movie right, is like everything's fine. The, the last shot in the movie is supposed to be the car pulls away and you see the girls doing the nursery rhyme. Right. And credits. And um, uh, Robert Shea, uh, who's the executive producer of, um, uh, was like, we need a something, something, we need something more. 
And the the rumor is that he wanted sequel stuff, and he's like, he denies it. I think he totally wanted sequel, like a loophole for a sequel, right? Because, but again, he didn't know if he's gonna make any money in this or not, so it could go either way. And so there was a big fight, and there was a they they shot four or five endings, and they used a little bit of every one of them. Okay. To make that. And so it was kind of a compromise. Wes Craven didn't want it, but in the end, I think he's okay with it, especially with all the money he made. Right. Right. Yeah, looking back now, I'm sure he doesn't give two shits. Right. Yeah. So um, there's a really, really good documentary on YouTube called Never Sleep Again that covers the entire uh, Nightmare on Elm Street franchise. Oh, cool. And so I watched the Nightmare on Elm Street one version, part of it, uh, actually this morning, just for extra stuff. And so there was some really cool insight in that. Nice. Um, let's do some apocrypha before we do our drink. Are you scared? Is that I'm why? I'm not scared. I'm never scared. I know you're never scared. I should be sometimes. It might help. You but. should totally be scared. I'm about a challenge, man. Not a challenge man, but like a challenge comma man. Yeah. Commas are important. There's a space. <laughs> so Heather Lankencamp beat over 200 actresses for the role of Nancy. Yeah. Including Jennifer Grey, Demi Moore, Courtney Cox, Tracy Gold, and Claudia Wells. But I have to wonder, does she... It's back. Sorry, it came out. I wonder if she regrets her decision to be in these movies, because that's basically all she's... I mean, she's done other stuff, but this is all she's, she's really known been, for. She's basically been Nancy and... Uh, she's been Nancy and Nancy Kerrigan. Yeah. That's basic. She's been playing women named Nancy. <laughs> right. That's what I'm saying. So she she got typecast big time. But she's, I mean, she's. Did that hurt? Did this hurt her career to do other things, I wonder? Probably. I would. Yeah. I mean, again, she's been typecast, and, um, but she went into producing and stuff. So that's so. cool. Uh, Charlie Sheen, John Cusick, Brad Pitt, Kiefer Sutherland, Nicholas Cage, and C. Thomas Howell were all considered for the role of Glenn. Oh, and Baby Johnny Depp got it. Baby got it. Oh, because it was Johnny Depp's first role. He didn't ask for a lot of money. Charlie Sheen wanted three thousand dollars a week, which would, was a lot back then. Was a lot back then, but they like the, the they they couldn't afford it. Like, yeah. The, the 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 budget on this film super razor thin. No pun intended. Um. <laughs> Where's that sound effect on your thing? Yes. Number four. Number four. Hold on. Yeah. There you go. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I'm going to start randomly doing that for funsies. <laughs> uh, Ralph Macchio was considered for the part of Rod. Really? Yep. Ralph Macchio is a tiny little... That's the karate kid. Oh. He's too tiny to have been Rod. And also not very masculine. I, but originally as written, um, Glenn was more of a football jock. Okay, and I think the um, they wanted a, a, an Italian guy to be, you know, like, hey, uh, yo, yo. Can you imagine if it was C. Uh, C. Thomas Howell and Ralph Macchio in this movie? It'd be like <laughs> the Outsiders. It would be the Outsiders. The nightmare <laughs> on the Outsiders. <laughs> uh, Roy Schreider, uh, who was in Jaws, was considered to be the role of uh, Nancy's dad, mm-hmm. but turned it down because he was busy uh, shooting 2010, which is a wonderful film. There you go. What's our libation? All right. So as you guys know, one of uh, the fun things about figuring out a libation is I get to search the internet for really cool stuff. And um, I did not think anything would be out there for this movie, but I was oh, wrong. wrong. I totally, I just randomly Googled, let's Freddy Krueger drink. And 
there were several bartending websites, not just one, several that had the same recipe, which means it is an actual drink you can probably order from a bar because it's that, that well-known, even though I didn't know it. But it's called the Freddy Krueger. And it has... Oh, I'm excited. Yeah, yeah. So it has one half ounce of Jägermeister, one half ounce of Sambuca, and one half ounce of vodka. And, oh, you're about to find out. That's what I couldn't find. I went to, yeah, I went to three different um, liquor stores looking for that crap. So anyway, you just mix and shoot. So we're about to do that. You guys talk amongst yourself while I mix this a cocktail. All right. So while she's mixing, we'll do some bar trivia. How about that? Trivia. Trivia. Oh, uh, here's a game. What yeah. year What year does this movie take place in? Oh, I want to say um, 79. 79? 83. 81. Oh, okay. It was a mix between the two. We were almost there, Stephanie. How many gallons of fake blood were used in the filming of this movie in gallons? 25. 25 gallons? 37. 500. Oh, God. We were so... (laughs) How much screen time does Freddy Krueger have? 20 minutes. I'd, I'd say about 17 minutes. Seven minutes. Oh, oh jeez. I guess there's a... Do, does it count if you see his hand? Yeah. That's still Freddy. Seven minutes, buddy. Seven minutes in heaven. <laughs> How many times is the words Elm Street said in the film? 76. I don't remember it at all. Zero. That's what I'm saying. I'm saying it wasn't said at all. I didn't remember it, but that doesn't mean it didn't happen. So I just went with it's going to be a high number. How many times was Tina's name mentioned in this movie? Oh, Tina's was a, okay. 20, no, wait, wait, wait. I'm going to go with 76 for that one. I will say 76 is a bit high. I'll give you that. Okay, fine. 43. She says 40, 43 to 12. Um, it was 39 times. Oh, my Jesus. <laughs> yeah. Because they were seeing a lot at the front where I was like, Tina, Tina, Tina. And she was like, my name wouldn't fit on that or something like that. I don't know. It was, it was a lot in the beginning. And then, of course, Tina's death. And so what kind of knives are on Freddy's gloves? Just, I would think they're just steak what kind, knives. What kind? So you say steak knives? Yeah, like steak knives. They look like steak knives. They're, um, I don't know. I have no idea. So, um. People think they are fishing knives, or steak oh, like knives. Yeah, or, boning, or steak knives, and they're not. They're actually tomato knives. I'm sorry. Yes, it's a thing. Okay, hold on. Hold on. I also went through my sleep, and it does look like I don't ever have REM sleep until after a certain amount of time, unless I'm having a nightmare. But it's still usually at least an hour into my sleep. So just so we're more than 20 minutes. Yeah, more than 20 minutes for sure. Although I, I do think I can do all of her hijinks in 20 minutes. I feel like I can win. <laughs> oh no, all your hijinks and then fall asleep to find Freddy. I mean, I fall asleep pretty quick. But like to but, get to REM sleep? Right, you take, it takes an hour. But does it have to be REM sleep for Freddy to yeah, show up? Yeah, it's got to be. Or is it like, did you just show up as soon as your eyes are closed? You don't. 
dream unless you're in REM sleep. Right. His whole power is that he gets you into your dreams. So you have to have you have to be dreaming. All right, guys. Look very similar to steak knives. Pass that to her. I feel please. like I get a half point for that. Let me move this baby blanket I'm crocheting out of the way. Just so that I, don't <laughs> I know she had an art project on this episode. Yeah, I've, I've kind of like, I got started and it's looking really pretty and I'm feeling really confident and so I got my crojo back and so now I'm like, I got a crochet. So Crojo. What do you want to do? I don't know, but we're crocheting, so it doesn't matter. So I'm very excited about this because um, I, let me just say that my, li- my just liquor cabinet has like grown since doing this podcast. <laughs> I have the most random alcohol now. I, I have like um, a blueberry like liqueur or but something. But you else. know that I love Jaeger, so I needed some more of that. I had this at yeah, home. We, we did Jaeger and shots then, last time we were together. And then the Sambuca I didn't have, and that's what I had okay, to find. So, so what is that? It's um, it, it's a liqueur from Italy that is made from um, Italian. Anise. <laughs> is that how you pronounce it? Anise. Anise. Yes. Anise. Anise. Yeah. Yes. So anyway. Okay. So. Did you try it by itself yet? I'm so curious. Not I yet. I, I, no, I just cracked it open just now. Okay. So we'll try it in a minute. Uh, okay. S- Prost. S- <laughs> well, Salute. Yes. That was really good. You know what that tastes like? Black yes, which is my favorite candy. Oh, like that tastes like those little candies that my mama gets me for for Christmas. Well, terrible that's, that's the Jaeger. No. no, the Jaeger tastes like licorice, but I, that that stuff's got to be like a strong black licorice flavor. Yeah, anise is a, a licorice. I'll, I'll tell you. Okay, I'm not. I don't want it. <laughs> I, I'll go get a Red Bull, and you and I can shoot some Jaeger and Red Bull. Oh, that'd be good. That would be good. All right. Here we go. Just the anise. Oh, my God. I There's like a drop left in mine. Anybody want it? Okay. So that tastes just like black licorice candy. Cause it's got that sweetness to right. it, but the licorice. Jennifer That's amazing. Like Too bad Derby Wife isn't here. Derby Wife would love this. She would love that. Me too. That's gonna be. That's gonna go in my freezer, and I'm gonna be drinking this like candy. Just drinking it. Yeah. <laughs> That's terrible. Enjoy. I love it. Uh, it was. It was not bad. Um, yeah. But it is just vodka, Jaeger, and Sambuca. So if you did several of those shots, you would probably be fucked up. Yeah, I'm gonna be having an interesting day anyway. Yay. <laughs> I'm sorry. You only had one. Yeah, I know, but I'm such a lightweight. <laughs> My ears are burning. He's already prepared. He's already like, okay, we need some bread. If, if you had if you had a soda, I would give you some vodka for it. Oh, man. I'll, I'll get something. All I right. like a drink. There you go. Uh, so, um, Johnny Depp got the role because Wes Craven's daughter thought he was dreamy. Aww. <laughs> Out of everyone that you know, if they only she knew that he would want, uh, he would become very dreamy, and then very much more ruggedly dreamy. Well, he was very dreamy, and then he became skanky dreamy. <laughs> skanky dreamy. I think he just got to a point where he was like, "I don't give two shits, dreamy." Well, it's like that kind of dreamy where he's like, I'm going to live my life. Like the dude you, you have to understand, he does drink a lot, and one of his best friends is Marilyn Manson. So, so yes. There you go. Um, the little girl skipping rope uh, was the daughter of the couple who uh, home was used as Tina's, uh, Tina's house. Oh, nice. All right, you can use my house, but my daughter's going to be in this creepy-ass movie. So I'm saying right now. <laughs> there you Get go. Her jump rope. The kid can jump rope like you wouldn't believe. So, uh... <laughs> So the, the movie almost folded before production began. So the the movie's financed by a company called New Line Cinema, and at the time, 
New Line, New Line Cinnamon wasn't famous for anything. They had, you know, the guy who owned it, um, Bob Shea, wanted to do, um, he wanted to make movies, but he couldn't afford it, so he would, like, he was a copyright lawyer, and so he would license films that would he would show at, like, colleges or prisons or road shows or things like that. And then uh, he got, you know, this script had been floating around for three or four years before it got picked up by, by New Line. And another company called Smart Egg Productions were going to put up a million dollars for the movie, but they dropped out several days before filming began. So Robert Shea uh, had to uh, raise money elsewhere. Two weeks into shooting, the production had no money left to pay the crew. So line producer John Burroughs used his credit card. Eventually, Shea broke a broker to deal with Media Home Entertainment. Uh, and subsequently persuaded Smart Egg to put the final $200,000 needed to complete the film. Can you imagine, Scotty, like, as a filmmaker, to get so close and being like, I literally need $2,000 oh, more? Oh, here's my nightmare scenario uh, for old school movies. Yep. A few days before the film was going to general release, the processing lab that had the neg- negative informed New Line Cinema that it would be keeping the film because it had not been paid. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, because oh, so the work's done. Yeah, you're the movie's got to go out, and you have you don't have the money to to get it. So uh, at last minute, however, uh, Shea was able to negotiate a deal. What uh, a worst case scenario nightmare kind of thing is like you finish your work, it's edited, it's ready to go, and something happens, and the building where your film is oh being gosh. kept <laughs> catches on fire, and it's gone, destroyed completely. Yeah, that's. Oh God! Mm, Al. Can you imagine? Did you put it on the cloud though? Did did you, you, back then, it was I film. Know. I know. <laughs> there was no cloud. After, after the fire would be a cloud. It's after <laughs> the fire, they're like, my goal in life is to create another way to store things that won't be in a building on fire. That's right. It'll be all digital, and we can just put it on a computer. Uh, Heather Langenkamp's boyfriend uh, at the time uh, of the shooting of the film was credited for creating the Freddie Nursery rhyme. Oh, really? Yeah, he was a musician. They kind of ha- hammered it out. But That's I don't have cool. a name for him. Uh, <laughs> Nancy looks into the mirror and says, My God, I look 20 years old. Yes, she was. She was actually 20 years yeah, old. I know. So, so, uh, so let's do the bar tab. Okay. So, uh, I'm going to bring my wallet, Scotty. <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll pay for it. Okay. Um, I need a Red Bull, too. <laughs> just put it on my tab up front. Okay, thank you. Uh, the. Um, the budget for this movie was $1.8 million. All right. It, million? $1.8 million. Was that before the 2000 they needed at the end? Because can you imagine the budget being that high and then just needing 2000 more? That's like a, te- like a tip. Yeah. Right. Like well, they're probably at 1.6 and like we need 200000 more to get the 1.8. Oh, it's 200000 Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, I'm so sorry. I thought it was 2000 Not 200000 Oh, my gosh. That's different. Um, I the gr- total gross from this movie is weird, and I'll just explain that because I, I, I know everyone asks where do you think it fell, but um, there are two numbers for the total gross, and they, what it is is the movie released in November of two, 1984. Right. So you've got November to December, so you got the end of the year money, and then 85 is a new year, right. so th- they're still in theaters, so they make new money that way. I get it. So... Uh, its total gross overall is twenty is twenty five million with both years. So they made bank. Oh yeah, yeah. This is why we have a franchise. Um, the uh, total gross of nineteen eighty four is seven million. So okay. I want you to just put that in perspective. Right. November to the end. So yeah. So um, so the movie came out uh, 
November 9th through 11th, 1984, where do you think it came out in the top 10? Number one. Number two. Number 10. Oh, Jesus, really? Top five movies of nineteen of of. <laughs> oh, this is of the full year. No, no, this is no, this is that for, was for the, week, for the okay. weekend for the weekend. Oh my goodness! The the uh, top five movies of that weekend. Anybody want to take a gander? Oh my lord, Jesus! For eighty four. Ghostbusters. Let me hit the let me hit the usual suspects here. Um, okay. <clears throat> Ghostbusters is that year, so you're good on that, but not for that weekend. Okay. Indiana Jones. Uh, that same year, but not um. Not that weekend. weekend. Star Wars. No. <laughs> Year before. <laughs> Some sort of cop movie. Um, Let's do this. Action. There, there, uh, yes. Okay. I will go give you. There's some sort of cop movie in action. The same or t- like some sort of cop movie and an action yeah, movie? Yeah. They're, they're, it's an action movie with cops in it, but the cops are not the stars. <laughs> Interesting. So, huh. Bad Boys. Mm. Not Bad Boys. That's obviously newer. I feel like at some point... <laughs> Rocky. Arnold Schwarzenegger should have been in a movie this year. <laughs> I like that okay, okay. You're getting closer, so you're so here. Here's I the hint, hint for the, uh, the, okay. the number number two movie has um, cops in it. It is an action film and stars uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger. Okay, Schwarzenegger well. does not play a cop. Is it the thing with the shells? No, that's Demolition Man, <laughs> and, and that was in the '90s, and that's not Schwarzenegger. Oh, it's the, the Transformers. Oh, wait a minute. No, it's it's the one where he is. Um, Oh man, no, no, no. But, ro- but robots are close. <laughs> it's the one. No, it's the one that Ray Don Chong is in, right? Uh, no. no, okay, never mind. There's cops in it. Is it Alien? No, it's Predator. Predator. Predator's eighty-seven. Okay, so it's before Predator. Is it the so, one with that badass chick that just had a new one that came out? Yes, it is Terminator. Terminator! Terminator! Oh my god, Terminator was an 84. I remember this now. I'm so proud of myself for getting that. Oh my gosh. Also, I think we should do Terminator on this show, by the way. Terminator's a great movie. I've never seen it, so probably. We should do it on the show. Let's let's do Terminator 2. I hate you. I love that one, though. That one's my favorite one. We can actually do those two both together. That's kind of fun. Okay. All right, ready? Okay. Uh, let me know if you've never heard of these films. <laughs> How about I let you know if I've heard of any of them? Ready? Number one is called Oh God, You Devil. Oh, I like that one. I've seen that. Yeah, it's the best. What, what is it about? <laughs> Isn't that the one with, um, is it George Burns? Yes. Yeah, so, it, it, isn't he God? Hey, and, yes. Okay, that's what it's about. Devil? Yes, he's also the devil. Oh my gosh, I yeah. nailed it. Yeah. On the nose. Yeah. So, so this is the this is the third of the Oh God yes. series. Oh God, book one. Old God, book two. Oh God, Oh God, book two, which introduces God. You know, yeah, George Burns is the devil. Well, the first one is John Denver in it. Uh, I've not seen Oh God, You Devil, but I remember when it came out. Yeah. The third one is about a rock star that they're trying to. It's I think it's the story of Job they're doing. Okay. Number two, of course, we've just mentioned is the Terminator. Great movie. You've never seen it, right? Mm-mm. What do you think it's about? Okay, well, I've, in fairness, I've seen pieces of it. Sure, what do you think it's about? Um, <laughs> I mean, essentially, there, a robot comes and has to, like, I think, okay, first of all, there's two. There's, like, the really smooth one, and then there's, like, the broken down Schwarzenegger. Um, <laughs> it's a different but he's movie. Naked. I remember, it's like, a different that movie. Happening. 
Uh, no, it's not. <laughs> it's not that movie. I feel like it is. It, so kind of. There's a mom and a kid, and the mom's running with the kid a lot. No, no, no wrong movie. No, wrong movie. Wrong like, movie. She has to protect her kid because, like, mm. that's, that's part two. That's the second one. That's part two. That's the second one. You've, so okay. you've never seen the first one, so all right. Okay. Similar plot, but you know, no kid or anything. There's no kid. I thought that was the whole point of those whole movies. Was to mm, kid. There's a there's a first movie. That's true. That is that is. So they, the first movie is that they go to kill the mother before the child is born. Before the child but is even conceived. There's no kid. There's no kid yet. The kid's not even conceived. Yeah, there's no kids. It's because he's a bad boy in the future. <laughs> or a really good boy in the future. I don't future. know. I don't know what happens. Just not. He did something, and they don't want it to happen. Right. He did. Okay. Did no. Right. He does good things. I'm gonna. We have to add Terminator to the list. Okay. Just, uh, ter- we'll do Terminator two, ter- two together. That'd be fun. Yeah. Um, the number three mo- uh, number yeah number three movie is called No Small Affair. I've never heard of that one. I had neither. It's about a. Uh, it's a. Is that the year that weekend? Hmm. Of the year that weekend. That weekend. That weekend. Okay. The that weekend. Um. The no small affair is about a kid, um, like a teenager, who's a photographer, and he's f- f- shooting this um, young woman trying to get famous. Yeah. Okay. Um, it, yeah. Number four is places in the heart. I've heard it. I've never watched it because I don't watch that crap. It's such a good movie. You know I don't watch that crap. It's uh um it's got um it sounds emotional Sally Field in it. That's where Sally Field got her Oscar. That's where the "You Like Me, You Really Really Like Me" comes from. Yeah, I'm not gonna watch it. Number five was a soldier's story. Never saw that. That's uh about a racial crime that happens during World War II, and it's got Denzel Washington, but like a little baby Denzel Washington. I was gonna say he had to been like a little baby Denzel. I didn't even know he was acting back then. He was. He was. On, I think that was right before, right after he was on Saint Elsewhere. All right. All right, so here's the funny thing, and and for the people listening at home, uh, when we start the Patreon account in January, I think it's first of the year is when I'm looking to do it, you'll get to hear our Firestarter episode. Firestarter also happened in 1984. That's awesome. <laughs> so we had just recorded that, so I'm fixing to ask this question that I know my two co-hosts will not answer. I don't know it. <laughs> I just won't. We just, we just did this, and I think this is hilarious. So can you name the top films of 1984? Terminator. Uh, no. Um, I'm not uh, the d- usual suspect. Tim, Terminator was a Jones. was a, a top ten though. The Goonies. Uh, d- yes, the Indiana. Goonies did come up. G- uh, Goonies was not top uh, ten, uh, top five. Uh, Indiana Jones number two uh, in the Temple of Doom. So I'll give you that one. Okay. Um, we have done uh, another one of these movies. I said this last time. We've done another one of these movies on the podcast. Yeah, and I figured it out, and I can't think of it right now. Highlander. So it's a no, it wasn't Highlander. Highlander's it was the one ladies. I'm surprised you didn't know. So, well, Karate Kid, was that on Karate there? Kid. Because we talked about Karate Kid. Yeah, Karate, Karate Kid's on Oh, that. my gosh, I'm doing so well There right you now. go. You're Everybody doing good. I am proud of you. Oh, a Star Trek movie. Nope. No, no, um, no, no, no. It was one that you really liked. And one that I really liked. I think. Probably. Yeah, she, she did say she she enjoyed it. No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, mother, mother cracker. <laughs> <laughs> I love both of you. Okay, all right. Do you want a hint? Um, or do you just yes, want I need a hint. Don't just a hint. I just want a hint. One hint. Uh, Mahoney. <gasps> no, I'm out. I feel like I should No, know, wait. Mahoney. 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 That's not a hint for me, Scotty. No, give no, me, give me another hint. the same hint that you did last time. Because last time I give got me, it. Give me one of the actors. It doesn't no, have to be the main no, one. No, Scotty. That's a okay. terrible hint. That's not going to help me at all. Um, give, me, give me an actor. Um, um, Michael Winslow. I just said no, Scotty. I don't even know who that is. Okay. So <laughs> Neither does she. You said Michael and I thought of Bay. Michael Winslow. Winslow. He's the dude on on the um, TV show with Urkel, right? 
Why are we erasing <laughs> the movies we've done? No, that's, a, that's his character named Carl Winslow. No. <laughs> <laughs> I love this game. I love this game just because of the. That's a weird reach. Okay. Mahoney. Right. I will say, you're right on one thing. He is a black dude. <laughs> <laughs> is it the oh, movie where they oh, talk to oh, each other? Oh, a lot? Um, no, Lethal Weapon. No. Oh, okay. Didn't we didn't, but I like that movie. movie. Well, he's a black dude. Hold on. That's not Danny Glover. Oh, wait. Oh, wait. Beverly Hills Cop. No. No, okay, no, we haven't no, done that. No, no we haven't done this. Is a, this is the fun game. You guys seem to be going. I haven't seen that. Uh, we we haven't done we haven't done um, uh, the one she's trying to guess though. Okay. I thought we did do that. No, okay. no, we've done one on the list, but we haven't okay, done that one. Okay, just give me mm. one a good hint. Steve Gutenberg. Again, means nothing to me. Okay, so hold on. No, it's not Goodberger. Um, Welcome to Goodberg. <laughs> James Allenbach. Steve Gutenberg and, and Winslow. Um, Gutenberg. Golly, I've got they a They did four f- movies together. Okay, mm-hmm. I know. Is, is Hold on. Like, it's not the Lethal Weapons. Of? It's not Beverly Hills Cop. It's, well, we said Indiana um, Jones. You said it was the second. We already did that one. Jesus Christ. You're Superstar. in the right area, though. I'll I know. You, I it's like that. Me. Yeah, I know because I can see it. I just give up. Rocky. Police Academy. God dog it. Yes. <laughs> oh, I, I love that. those movies. Our audience is screaming at their, <laughs> yeah. at their go, phones go. or whatever they're listening to the okay, car or their all, headphones. Part of your audience. Part of your audience is like, I'm with her. Like, I don't even know who this No, no. Those Thanks, movies friend. were so good. I love, I love the um, little little black chick that had the squeaky voice. Uh, yeah. I loved her. So which one have we seen? Uh, we haven't seen any of those. <laughs> oh, here's one you have seen. I will get. You want hints? Yeah. Um, Christmas movie. Oh, that's the uh, Gremlins. Gremlins. Oh. And that was number three. The number one movie of 1984. All right. Would you like to guess? No, I'm over it. 1984 was. I will say it's a comedy. Twins. <laughs> I don't know. Schwarzenegger's not in yeah, that no, one. No, no, no. Um, a comedy. Uh, Witches of Eastwick. Also, much later. I know. Eighty-seven, I think. Um, trying to think of some hints. It has SNL alum in it. Uh, it has. Um, Rick Moranis is in it. He was recently punched. <laughs> oh yeah, Rick, was it? Um, it was Ghostbusters. It was Ghostbusters. There correct. You go. Ghostbusters, nineteen eighty-four, biggest movie. Of Rick the year. Moranis has not done a lot of movies, so remember. I had to think of listen. what was. Okay, listen, eighty-four. We've got Ghostbusters, Ghostbusters Indiana, Indiana Jones, Jones, Temple of Doom, Gremlins, yeah, Police Academy, yeah, Terminator, I, Terminator, somewhere. We're gonna remember all these. So I will say, um, in the history of this podcast, and we're a little over a year old now, we have done 1984 four times. Okay. I'm oh, over they had good movies in '84. Apparently, there, there was good movies in '84. You know, I just. Also, we should wish um, the Mopcast Network a happy birthday. We, we, sure. we can do that at the end of this. I, I, I okay. want to finish this up. We can do another up. shot. All right, so you ready? That, are you ready? So are you ready? Okay. Yes. Can you name the other Can you name the th- other three movies we've done in uh, 84? One of them we named just a minute ago. Gremlins. Great. Gremlins. Which was number three. Okay. okay. And we did one more that was an 84 was movie. Was one with a little girl? Yes. Firestarter. 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 We just talked about that. I yeah. like how you went. It's one with the little girl. You went and then went child's play. Because I said child's play, I was like, that's a little boy. That's a, <laughs> the little girl was Pet Cemetery. 
There was a little boy in Pet Cemetery too. Yeah, but he dies. And then he comes back and he is creepy. I want to play with you. No. So so, um, one more one more film. Okay. That we've done. And 84. One more that we've done? Mm-hmm. We have Wait, done one more. hold on. We've done Gremlins, Firestarter, and then... Child's Play? No. No, no, no. I just guessed it. Ooh, we just said it out loud. Gremlins, Firestarter. We've not said this one today, I don't think. Gremlins, Fire. What else did we do? It has a great f- song that goes with it. Steph and I saw this in the theaters together. Oh, the never-ending story. It's kind of our jam. <laughs> story. <laughs> So, uh, all right. I'm glad that you knew that. In, that, the, I was like, in oh. the top 100, where does A Nightmare on Elm Street fall in the year 1984? Uh, I'm going to say low because. 84 from when it was originally came out in November? Mm-hmm. 99. 78. 99 on the dot. Oh, look at you. Oh. Okay, you get a shot of Sambuca. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, I quit that. Look at you. Thank oh. you. Oh my gosh, thank you. There you go. There you go. Um, okay. I would like to thank my guessing skills <laughs> that I've utilized for the last year. Very I good. I think, I think that's, I think, honestly, I think that's the first time we've got like on the money. I thought that was great. Gremlins was number three, never ending story number 45. Firestar was 55. Nice. Uh, Amadeus, I just, I, I pointed oh, out the Oh, God, was, I love that movie. Amadeus was the, came out that year, won the Oscar, but it was also 56. Amadeus <laughs> is one of my best favorite movies It's one of my ever. favorite movies, too. It's, it's beautiful. Um, so uh, that's you don't know you've never seen the movie no oh Jesus Christ it's so good so good Uh, Amadeus is one of the reasons why I got into theater and film and stuff interesting as a like as a small kid pass me your cup I'm gonna give you a vodka shot so we can toast the Mopcast oh Uh, oh yeah Mopcast Network um, Mopcast Network Mm. is uh, six years old now Uh, uh, as of this recording, so we're recording on the tenth. Uh, yesterday's the ninth. It's a it's the official birthday. It's the first ep- the first episode of the first podcast, the Mobcast. Awesome. Put out. Would you like a shot of one of these fine oh, liquors? I brought? I'm good. <laughs> okay, we're gonna I toast it. Don't blame you. I'm gonna have this lovely Sambuco, which I have discovered is probably now my favorite liquor. It's also very thick. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> it's thick with licorice. Not my favorite. What I'm saying right now. All right. Happy birthday, Mop. Happy birthday. birthday. Uh, Cheers. uh, Cheers. Cheers. Air cheers. Social distancing cheers. God, dog it. That's good. That was vodka. (laughs) I know it's so hard to shoot when it's warm. Oh, I'm so sorry. I had no, ice. I didn't even think. Fine. It's already down. I have leftover Jaeger and stuff down. in here. You don't want me it's to mix not it. Down all the way. I you want a piece it. of ice to chew on? Yes. <laughs> One day you'll be able to drink like me. I don't know if I'm going to be proud or not. About <laughs> so uh, before we go, I do want to talk about this because yeah, uh, Steph and I, before we for just now got here, we started talking about um, this movie. On how we felt about it. Oh my God! Yeah. So, so. Um, oh yes. I typically go into these films um, already liking in the movie because it's my podcast. I, I pick the movies majority, and then usually there's something I know, something I like. Um, I chose it because it's October, right? It's Halloween time. Let's pick. Right. And this is like, I mean, this is a cult classic film. This movie. It didn't create the genre, but it refined it in such a way that, you know, it's got you know like ten sequels, and it's you know it's it's this monster franchise. 
I, I watched this one and I didn't like it. <laughs> I was... It's not that I... I can't... I enjoyed myself. I enjoyed watching it again. I watched it with my husband. I remember the first time I watched it, when it came out, I was terrified. It was scary to me. I mean, like, I was terrified of Freddy Krueger. I had a hard time looking at him because he was so scary. Is it because he's only on there for seven minutes? I don't know. No, he's just scary. It was. Watching it again... I giggled all the way through this movie. I thought it was hilarious. And then I kept thinking, "Is where's the scary parts? Because <laughs> to me, it wasn't scary at all. And the whole, it was almost comical in parts, like when Nancy was doing her Home Alone bit. You know, that was hilarious. Yeah, I got a text from her, I guess, when she was watching. It was like, Nancy doing better, better than Kevin from Home Alone. Yeah. And I'm like, this is ridiculous. So, yeah. Um, I, Different experience altogether. Of course, it takes a lot to scare me these days because I grew up watching horror movies. That's probably it. Yeah, I'm so desensitized to to horror that it's it takes. Um, there's only one genre of horror that still frightens me, and that's like possession movies, because I'm Catholic and that shit's real. <laughs> she got that guilt. <laughs> I do have that Catholic guilt, so I'm like, you know. I'm not a good Catholic either, which means I'm open to possession. <laughs> so, for me, it was similar. Look, I'm 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 a I'm a grown ass man, so it, I don't get scared as easily. So I, I wasn't expecting to be scared, I, but I'm so I'm, I'm trying to look at this movie objectively, you know, as a critic or you know as, as a reviewer, like we're doing, and I'm looking for moments where I thought would be scary, and I couldn't find them, like like. You know, people talk about like Freddie coming down the 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 walkway with the giant arms. Right, it's the dumbest thing I've ever seen. I know it's so fake looking, like googly it, arms. It's not or even something. like it's fake. It's just a dumb concept. It's like I'm just going to give you a big scary hug, and so I, I didn't quite get that. It's like ooh. Um. However, that being said, uh huh. I think my favorite parts of this film that are the I think that are unappreciated or honestly is um, everything that happens when after Tina's dead and Rod's in jail and Nancy goes to school and, and falls asleep and she runs into the hallway and um, you, know, you know where's your where's your hall pass it's, but the stuff with like Tina in the body bag that's just it's that long shot of her, it's way back and you know it's covered in blood and then it does the you know she picks her legs up and whatever lifts her legs that up, part uh, was uh, and drags her and off that's yeah. oh it's that's um, great and that really I mean I was yeah. like okay I'm creeped out by that that but there, there's some good stuff you know, that really is good, good stuff in it but overall it gets <laughs> it gets damn silly it gets silly and I think it's also the reactions from like Nancy who's just, I mean, she's just not really phased with the death of everybody. She's she got just this. Like, she's like, yeah, uh, it was just like, this is your first kind of round with Freddie, and you're, you should be a lot more terrified. And it's like, and I think that watching her and that she was not that scared made me not that scared. So maybe she should have been more scared. Uh, I don't know. Also, have you guys seen the movie Something About Mary? Yes. Have you seen that? No. <laughs> So there's a lady in it, an older lady who is orange because she like, or she's this dark orange because she tans too much, like on purpose. So Nancy's mom looked like the younger version Something of that. Something about Mary has um, 
Carmen Diaz in it. Yeah. Yes. So I have seen that. Okay. So you know the like lady that she's staying with? You know the like lady her. she's staying with? Yeah. super. T- okay. Did you guys not notice the extreme fake and bake tan that Nancy's mom had? It was awful. That's all I could think about was like, oh my God, she's the younger version of the chick from Something About Mary. <laughs> it was like... So... Also, how crazy is it that she's like, okay, all right, so you got the old hat. Let me show you something else. I have the murderer's weapon in my house. That's just, it. I'm yeah, gonna, I'm, I'm I've kept his weapon. I'm, I'm going to tell you the story, and like we didn't, you, you're good because I got his knives. And I'm like, oh, you're just going to just give him his weapon. Also, she's a grown ass woman. You do not have to hide your vodka in the linen closet. <laughs> you can that drink too. that vodka anywhere you want to go. I you're thought it was, I thought you're it was of age. Rum. I thought it was Malibu rum. Whatever it was, whatever what liquor you, drink? whatever liquor you have. Listen, woman, you do not need to hide it in your linen closet. You're a grown-ass woman. So what do you woman. think, Justina? It's your first time with it, really. I mean, you knew... I, I don't know for sure if I've seen this one. Right. Like, I know that I have seen them, but I didn't recognize a lot that happened in this one. Right. Um, so I watched scary movies like this. Yeah, I know. You, you, the camera's Because I'm curious. Yeah, I, you, I always cover or, one eye completely. It's always my left eye. And then my right <laughs> eye, I always look at the bottom right corner of the screen because usually that one's free of horror. And then <laughs> so, are you seriously covering your eyes for this? Oh, yeah, I've, 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 done with my I've watched scary movies with her. <laughs> so I, I got to say, and I can, I know enough about films from school and experience to know when it's coming. Like to know when anything's coming, a jump or some yeah. sort of subtle something. Or, uh, so I'll go like this and I'll look over and Jeremy's wife is usually sitting there and I'm like, it's, it's coming. And so I'll watch the bottom corner of the screen until it's safe to move my eyes, to move my hand so mm-hmm. my eyes can see again. And there were a lot of times in this <laughs> film adorable. where you could tell it was coming. Like you, like I, where I would go and sit for a second. And then I found myself like, but like I visoring don't. because it, it didn't come. Okay. So I do agree with what you guys say. Like it, you get that sense of fear, but it's not there. Like I do understand like when it's arms were out and the sense of like, you have nowhere to go because I'm taking all of the space. There's nowhere for you to leave. But it just looked silly. But then again, like, when that came up, Derby Wife was like, that that thing right there haunted me when I was a kid. Like, she wasn't scared about it now. But, right, right, like, right. It, yeah. So I can understand, too, like, in the time, we are very spoiled at this point of our horror films and what we see as horror now. So going back and watching it, mm-hmm. it does just look silly. But at the time, you can be like, Oh my gosh, she has no wall to get past yeah. him. Like he's taking up the entire space, and I, his arms can get bigger and look ridiculous. Like what else can he do? So what modern-ish? I'm gonna say modern-ish. What type of horror films now scare you? I just watched one. Okay. So we opened up because I'm in the middle of crocheting. Mm-hmm. I have my crojo's back. Um, I crochet the best during horror films. What's a crojo? That's your, her. Mo- it's like mojo. mojo. It's like her mojo. Oh, I'm for sorry. Crochet. Okay, I didn't know. Crochet. I'm like, what's a crojo? I'm in crochet groups. We call it crojo. It's fine. Yeah, it's like, I need to know. I thought it was like a machine or something. But I think like I hit a point where I was having to crochet so much because I was getting caught up on baby blankets that I just yeah. put it to the side. Yeah. So lately, I'm like, oh, I want to crochet. So I was like, find a scary movie and then I can crochet. And it was um, like a new release on maybe Hulu. It's the Book of Blood. The no, okay, I mean, I haven't heard of it. Um, it's like it just got released. I'm pretty sure it was Hulu. Uh, but it's essentially three disconnected stories, but they all tie together. Yeah. Um, 
but that one got me a couple times and it wasn't even that it was really bad but it was it was good enough that i get scared pretty easy but i'm also terrified of the dark so that's when i hide usually is when things get dark because okay. you can't see like i i don't like i don't want it to just because it it's gonna get dark and then it's just gonna be like a person coming at you at the screen i'm gonna jump i'm a jumper and then i don't like to jump because i feel idiotic and it upsets me and i get angry with myself and my whole body hurts from jumping because i jump like everywhere every piece of me I'm a big, intense jumper. But that's what you're supposed to do yeah. for horror films. Yeah, but that's why I'm like... You're oh, supposed to scary. have that. Oh, I heard it, I heard it. Okay, we're good again. So what about you? Oh, it's been a while that I felt um, discomfort. Every movie I watch is scary. Um, oh my gosh, it's weird. I will say... Um, I'm a fan of some of the found footage stuff. Uh-huh. Be- Those are good. Because, like, um, I remember being terrified in uh, the theater watching uh, Paranormal Activity. Right. And there's nothing that happens in that movie. But it's just the tension in right. about it. And it's like, even, like... Yeah, they keep the suspense up the I whole mean, yeah, time. It, it's, it's, it's Rack to 11. And what I like about it is, like, especially in the first one, I, the first one's got the... Um, she's in bed, and she's just pulled out of bed. There's no monster. She's just pulled out of bed. And you see it in the camera that she's just pulled out of bed. Something pulls her. And that's terrifying. But in I think like, that's like a pretty common fear, too. Like right. Hanging a foot off the bed. Right. Or something. Something, something grab like, you. Pull me off of the bed. And, and so, like, I love the... Th- you want to see the third one? I haven't seen any of them. So the I have one, seen all of those, So actually. the third one happens in the 80s, which is really great. And so mm-hmm. so the, the the guys, you know, the family's having this weird experience, and so they're trying to document it, But and so they're, they're doing, like, old-school with old-school VHS cameras. And um, the dad dismantles an oscillating fan, so just the base of it oscillates, right. and puts a camera on it. There's some really good gimmicks on oh, that the, And so, That's and cool. spoiler for everybody, but here's, because it's my favorite gimmick. It's one of my favorite gimmicks in all horror. So the camera's going, and it's doing this pan. It's just, you know, just continuous. Just continuous. Right. And just like a... Back and forth like a fan. Just a fan, and at that speed. And it's a babysitter, or the one, I can't remember who's there, but I think it's a babysitter. So she leaves, and she's like, I'm going I'm to leave. And, and so, and behind her is... Um, what you think would be a child playing ghost in a sheet. Right. So it's, it looks like cute innocence. Yeah. Right. And so and it just it slowly walks behind her and so the the fans go, and the fan would see it and then move away from it because it's right. and then it would get closer and closer. And then the very last shot it comes up it just disappears. like the the body holding up vanishes into oh, the that's sheet. Cool. Like it's standing in the kitchen and she's like yeah. at the sink. And it's like right behind her, and then you come back, and it was like it poofs to the ground, and she turns around, and there's a sheet there. Oh, that's cool. Right, so it's yeah, it's it's it's, it's pretty awesome. Subtle <laughs> and like so innocent. I think that's why it's so creepy. Is it's so innocent. So for me, it, it it in order to for it to make me scared, it has to be something that in my mind could actually happen, like be realistic. So, like well, like possession, mm-hmm. but even more so like um, any of the like kidnapping movies like Hostage or Saul, the Saul series right. or the Hostage movies, um, which are very graphically gory anyway, but they're psychological like mm-hmm. and those kind of movies because, you know, I did backpack in Europe. So, you know, I also... I mean, I'll walk a lot by myself downtown. I do, you know, those kind of movies creep me out because 
I mean, that could happen. I mean, there's could, yeah, there could be some sickos out there doing weird. It's going to be Freddy. Well, I mean, I would certainly put up a fight. I do Mm -hmm. carry. (laughs) So (laughs) I I will not hesitate to shoot a motherfucker. I'm just saying. Um, So uh, uh, our next film is going to be A Nightmare on Elm Street um, Part 3, The Dream Warriors. Awesome. Um, We'll listen to the trailer now. It's 1987. Do you know where Freddy is? There's no waking up from this nightmare. A Nightmare on Elm Street, Part 3, Dream Warriors. So, Justina. Yeah. Um, what do you think this movie's about? Oh, I definitely think this one's about them going into the dream to attack him. <laughs> like they're very proactive. Again, I have seen pieces of the, I, I have seen these when I was a kid. Right, right, Some right. of them. I, I have no idea how many there are. I have no idea which ones I've seen. It wasn't this one. Um, so if I had to guess, I feel like it would be them finally getting together and being like, you know what? I'm tired of this bull crap. We're gonna go take care of this mf'er and his. His dreamland, and then they go up in there. I think there are nine. So there's, oh my gosh, M Street, M Street Two, Freddy's Revenge, M Street Three, Dream Warriors, M Street Four, The Dream Master, Five, The Dream Child, Freddy's Dead, The Final Nightmare, which is six, seven, A New Nightmare, The Final Nightmare, that's cute, uh, seven, New Nightmare, which Wes Craven comes back for. He doesn't do the rest of them. Um, and that one said in modern times in, mo- in the modern world that Freddy's becoming real. It's crazy. And Heather Le- Landkamp comes back in for that one. And that's Nancy? Yeah, Nancy. Okay. Uh, then um, there is Freddy versus Jason. And then there was a remake in 2010. So that's I know nine. There was a remake of the original. Yeah. Because when I grabbed them off the shelf, I had to figure out which one it was that I yeah. was watching. You know, you know. I, had, I say I, Josh has both of those. Yeah, so I watched the correct one. You could have just asked him. He'd probably just I did. I held it up the stairs and I went, which one? This, this one? This, this one? This one? This one? That's, a, that's the remake. I said, this one? I need to watch this one? Okay, cool. So uh, so that's what we're going to watch. The other film we're going to be watching, if you guys want to come see us this weekend at Horror Graw, we're going to be watching Phantasm 2 and talking about it. Um, we're going to be talking about it. We're not going to show up. I'm show, I'm gonna, I'll show clips, but... Um, It'll be it's awesome. about basketball, so I hope you guys are ready for that. So. They're not always exciting. Like so, okay, hey, hey. I have to ask you, what makes you think... Phantasm <laughs> sounds like a basketball movie. It just does. Well, I don't understand that. Why? <laughs> I don't know. Maybe it's Shazam? Maybe it's Shazam. <laughs> Shazam is not basketball. Does he play basketball? No! Uh, we'll, uh, is it he in that movie where it's like... Shaquille Shazam O'Neal is... Gosh, darn it. Shazam's the, the genie in a bottle, Kazam. Right? Kazam. Oh. There it is. Shazam is a superhero. Yes, he is. So anyway, it's about basketball. I'll see you all on Saturday. (laughs) All right. So so, uh, uh, this is Scotty saying this is our contribution to the multiverse. Go out and make yours. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Mobcast Network.